what is truth. Pilate's contemptuous dismissal of the truth echoes down the ages. It is the hallmark of our civilization. It's what distinguishes us from communism and fascism and Nazism. The search for truth is dependent on freedom of speech. And as Sir Robert Menzies warned, today's truth is tomorrow's era. If truth is to emerge and in the long run be triumphant, the process of free debate is absolutely essential. It must go on. Menzies practiced what he preached. When the novice backbencher and subsequently leader of the Democrats, Don Chip, found that he couldn't support some government legislation, he went to Menzies and explained what he was going to do. And Menzies said, my boy, if that's what you feel, follow your conscience. The freedom, freedom of opinion is at the very heart of our representative democracy. As Burke explained, judgment is the absolute essence of the way we choose our representatives. And now Craig Kelly is being told that he can't express his judgment in relation to medicines and vaccinations. The TV host has even told him that he has to keep quiet. It seems our mainstream media are following the American media. We're no longer distinguishing between facts and comments. We're no longer following the adage that comment is free and facts are sacred. Journalists too often insert some qualification like baseless when they're reporting something about which they would have once been curious and not taken a position. And one such fact are that banned medicines may still enjoy reputable scientific support. Alternatively, that allegations of electoral fraud are actually supported by mountains of evidence. Such journalists too readily dismiss judgment on the basis of non-existent standards such as the science. Such journalists would get out of desk-based reporting. They should go into any court, for example, and find that both sides in a court case quite often employ their own experts. Scientific truth is not determined by majority. It's not always even determined by consensus. This was demonstrated when two Australian scientists were awarded the Nobel Prize because they established that stomach ulcers could be caused by a virus and not by stress, for example. The Prime Minister made a serious error when he surrendered to the pressure from the media and from the left, just as he did with the national anthem. So Kelly's pre-selection is now an issue. Probably the strongest reason for this bipartisan move to get Kelly out of Parliament, the same with Trump, is that they embarrass the politicians and their elite allies about the litany of burdens they are imposing on the people for which they will never have to answer. Central to this is the ridiculous endorsement, not only of the increasingly discredited theory of man-made global warming, it's also that they support not only the Paris solution, but the assortment of uh, dictators and thugs and dissembling politicians 
will be able to deliver at some time in the future when they won't be in office, 2050, for example, or the end of the century, that the solution has worked. At the very best, the Paris solution will make the minimal effect on the climate and it, it will cost 16 to 36 percent of GDP, an enormous amount. Now, most of the politicians don't believe all this rubbish about global warming and the solution. Otherwise, they wouldn't have the enormous carbon, meaning CO2, footprints many times that of the ordinary Australian, unless, of course, they are absolute hypocrites. The reason why the politicians on both sides and the media want to get rid of Craig Kelly, the reason why they got rid of Donald Trump is that they are speaking in the interests of the majority of their people. Australians, it's time to take back your country. Thank you.